0: I was saying that I encourage you guys to get a notebook and a pen when you come so you can take down notes, right? You see something that I projected or something somebody said you want to go read later on. You write down the scripture. It will help you to grow because you, you can retain. I mean, imagine you're sitting in the classroom every time. Teacher comes and lectures. You never write notes. How are you going to do well? Students who don't take notes in class Barely do well Barely And it's not all of them But most students who don't take notes in class Don't do well If you want to do well with God I encourage you to do that If you don't um, have one Just buy a little notepad Take down some notes We're going through this um, series Jesus Among Other Gods Today we will look at um, four um, religions. Not like religions. They're, they're, whatever religions or groups we will look at today all claim to be Christian. Um, but we'll try and understand what it is that they teach. So that once we know, you can help someone who you're engaging with. right? You understand where they are coming from and how you can from the bible be able to show to them that whatever you're following is not in the bible so that's the whole point point. one it's for ourselves, and then also to help others why study other religions in the bible there are two examples where we see the apostle paul and the other apostles showing us the importance of studying other religions. Paul, in Acts chapter 17, went to a town in Greek, Athens. He went to Athens, and he saw how they were worshiping idols. So he wanted to preach to them, and in preaching to them, I mean, they are idol worshipers. You start to quote scriptures, they don't know the scriptures. They they could care less about what the scriptures say, right? So he has to talk to them from what they believe and show them that if from this thing that you believe this is not right there's a question mark about what you believe and then after he can present the gospel to them so we see the apostle arguing quoting even some of their books when he was talking to them he quoted some of their manuscripts. So for instance, like I'm talking to a Jehovah's Witness, I should be able to know what it is that Jehovah's Witness believe and tell them that I know you guys believe this and this is why it's wrong. You get it? And that's why it's important as we study Jesus among other gods, try to see what other people think about who Jesus is. Jesus himself asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? Right. We have to know what people are saying Jesus is. And then when we know that, Then we also have to be sure of who he is, really, to us. Because after he asks them, who do people say that I am? Then he asks Peter, who do you say that I am? Because it's your being convinced of who Jesus is that will make you now understand that all these other things that people say about Jesus are not true. Okay? And the second um, example we see in Peter, Paul, John, all the letters that they wrote they told us to um, not be silent when people are teaching false things. So he said, just be quiet and just let people teach false. And they actually encourage us to argue with them, contend with them. Jude, when Jude wrote, as the door closed, the two doors, the two doors must always be closed, please. Jude said, contend, contend means fight. He said, fight earnestly for the faith which was once delivered unto you because there are people who have come who are teaching false things. Can I ask that you put your phones down, please? Okay, don't don't be distracted by your phone. We won't be long, okay? Let's give God that honor. Remember yesterday, those who honor me, I will honor them, okay? That God, that's, that's just how God is. All right, so we have to study other religions. The goal is twofold. One, so that we ourselves can keep our faith and not be persuaded by some other false belief, right? As you are growing up in the Lord and going through school, going through college, going through university, you're going to hear of these whole other things. And if you are not firm and know for sure what we believe as Christians, you're like, um, oh, okay, let me try this one out. Let me try this one out. So it's important to know it now, so that by the time you are thrown, it's thrown at you, it's like, I already know what you're all about. You get it? And the second part of why we want to know this is, so we can also win others who have been deceived. You have a friend who is a Mormon, and they are deceived, You can be able to show them why their belief is wrong. Okay? Faith makes sense. Okay? Some people want to think that faith is against reason, but no. If you actually spend time to think about it, you'd realize that faith makes sense. Any question before we go on? In this, I want to. to have one scripture at least in the series 1st John 4 1 to 4 Michaela, can you read for me please
1: beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world by this you know the spirit of God every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God this is the spirit of the antichrist of which you have heard that is coming and now is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who
0: is in the world. Amen. So what the scripture is telling us is that we need to test the spirit. So somebody comes and says, oh, there's this new Christian faith that has come up and they are trying to get people to follow them. Remember one time Jane and Finch were doing some outreach there and this other group came, um, I've forgotten how they call them, but they believe in the black Jesus. Right? They believe that Jesus was black Rastafarian. And um, they see themselves as Christians. They have come to also set their table to preach, to win people, and to show people like us who think we are the real Christians, to show us why we are wrong. You know, so if you are not really firm and know why you are right, somebody can easily sway you out of the way. So he says, believe not every spirit. Every religion, there's a spirit behind every religion. It's not just um, words. Every religion has a spirit behind it. And whatever every religion teaches is being taught by a certain spirit. Okay, Take Christianity. The teachings of Christianity is not just some words, it's the Spirit of God that backs it. Jesus said, The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So when you take the Bible, it's not just some um, research book, it's a spiritual book. That's why if you read the Bible, your life can be changed. Right? I mean, whose life has been changed by reading a textbook on um, chemistry? No, I mean, Chemistry doesn't change lives. It it enhances your knowledge, but it doesn't stop uh, a womanizer from stopping to go after women even though he's married. Chemistry textbook doesn't do that. Do you agree? Right. Chemistry textbook will not stop um, somebody who beats his children from beating his children. You'll be a scholar and everything, And know and be able to teach you physics and teach you biology and teach you everything it's like some of the professors that you meet but you go into their life it's a mess complete mess in their life but the Bible the Bible can change somebody from being a worse person all of a sudden their lives transform because the Bible is a spiritual book so Believe not every spirit, but test the spirits. All of you do science in school, right? I, I'm, I'm a scientist myself, so I like to use science examples. In the lab, we do tests, right? We do, we do certain tests. Where I work, they bring, we make hand sanitizers, right? So chemicals, we use chemicals to make it. And so the chemicals that are used, we call them raw materials, and the raw materials come when they arrive, it has to come to the lab, and we have to test each raw material to make sure it meets the quality that we expect it to be, before we even use it to make the hand sanitizer. And when the hand sanitizer is made, we test it as well to make sure it was made in the way that we want it to be made. So how do we test it? We take a portion of it, put it in a beaker or a test tube, add some other chemicals to it because we are expecting some reaction to happen. So for instance, if we are testing for an identification, you receive, we receive let's say a liquid, clear liquid. But we want to be sure that this clear liquid is not water, but it's um, alcohol. Then we we'll do an identification test. So you yeah. add this and then you expect to see a certain color after you add it. When the color happens, then it's a positive identification that this is alcohol. Even though it looks like water, but it's alcohol. Do you understand? And so when it says test the spirits, it's actually saying that some of them will appear like water, but you will die if you drink it. Because it's not water. It's actually alcohol. And you want to test it to see is this the real thing? right? And if you do that, you will be able to escape deception. He said, by this you will know what is from the Spirit of God and what is not from the Spirit of God. And he said, why? Because the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard, that is coming, is already now in the world. The spirit of the Antichrist. All, all other religions... Apart from the true Christian religion, including certain other so called Christians, right? They claim to be Christians, but they are really not. All of them combined with all the other non Christian religions. It's actually being fooled by the spirit of the Antichrist because it's against Christ, okay? And that is why you want to be smart. And out, outsmart the devil Before the devil tries to deceive you Say, oh, I, I know all this Jesus, God said in In, in um, oh, Where is this? Zechariah, I think Is this Zechariah? 6, 4 Or 4, 6, I think it's 6, 4 He said, my people Are destroyed For lack of knowledge Because you don't know The devil destroys But we want to know, amen so outline for today, we're going to look at biblical Christianity, just refresh our mind, what it is that is really the true belief, and then we'll look at Jehovah's Witness, what is it that they believe, and um, try to compare it, why it's not right, Mormonism, or Latter-day Saints, and then we'll end off with Seventh-day Adventism, the SDA, Is uh, do you think it'll be interesting? Yes.
1: Um, Mormons, my mom said that they like blood.
0: They like what? Blood. They like blood.
1: Mormon As in, like, I don't know, is it like, oh, yeah. is it like blood? Because of yeah. Mormon church besides Brampton,
0: um, yes. my mom said that's why people die when they go there because
1: they like blood. Yeah, Mormon is, is weird. We'll talk about it. Okay, so
0: We'll talk about it. So um, now in talking about each one of these, in talking about each one of these, we'll follow a certain um, outline. or Hello. Can I have your attention? Are you paying attention? In going through the lesson, there are various sections what we will look at, and we'll follow this format, okay? We'll look at who is a key person or founder, the date or location, if it's available, where it's really, it started. And then we'll also look at the key writings, like, for instance, a Christian religion, what's the key writing? It's the Bible. So what is their key writing that is feeding their faith? And then what they say, who God is, okay, who is God to them? And who is Jesus to them? Who, who, what do they think of Jesus? For instance, Muslims, they believe in Jesus. Did you know that?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So what do they believe about Jesus? Prophet. That he's a prophet. So we we'll look at ver- all of these have um, some mind about Jesus. And then who is the Holy Spirit? What do they say? What is the real thing? And then how, what they talk about, salvation, how to be saved. It's amazing how all of these have a way of talking about salvation. Yes, Beverly? Next
1: week, are you going to do like a different...
0: Oh, yes. Next week, we're actually going to look into Eastern religion stuff. So Hinduism, um, New Age, Buddhism, and those kind of stuff. Okay. Um, They also talk about what happens after death. We'll look at what do they talk about for the afterlife. And then lastly, we'll also look at any other facts, beliefs, or practices that they engage in. Okay? So we'll start with biblical Christianity. Biblical Christianity. Stop me anytime if you have a question. Okay? Um, Of course, we know who the founder is. Who is the founder of biblical Christianity? Are you really
1: sure?
0: Who is the founder of biblical Christianity? Final answer? Final answer? It should be Jesus. Who thinks it's other otherwise any person other than jesus yes god but jesus is god Or oh, you mean god the father
1: yeah god the father you
0: mean god the father and then who else you say who, moses yes john the the baptist or john the apostle john Rock, I mean, what, what do you think? Who is the founder of biblical Christianity? Well, it's Jesus. See, guys, I was tricking you It's Jesus. It's Jesus. You have to know and be sure of it. It's Jesus. It was founded by Jesus Christ in AD 30 to 33. Remember, Jesus started his ministry. When he was 30 years old. So A.D. means after the incarnation. Uh, it's, a, it's a Latin word. It refers to the incarnation is when Jesus was born. So you know all our, all our dates is by reference to the birth of Jesus. So B.C. is before Christ was born. And then A.D. is after he was born. So A.D. 30 means 30 years after he was born, which means Jesus was 30 years old. Right? And then he was crucified around... 33 years old. So when it says A.D. 30 to A.D. 33, it means during the time when Jesus was ministering. Yes, Brianna, and then I'll come to Myra. Could I make it bigger? Hmm. That's challenging. Next week, I'll do that. Now you can't see, huh? I'll try and read it out. Okay, I'll read it out. Sorry about that. Next week, I'll make it bigger. Can you see from the back there? But you have to strain, huh?
1: Yes, we could go. Yes, Myra? Uh, doesn't A.D. mean after Jesus' death?
0: Uh, no, it's after his birth. Oh, then so what right. does A.D. for? Yeah, it's... uh, Google it, guys, Google it. But it's it's not um English, like after death, no. Google it. I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. When Google is there. All right, so... Founded around that time in Judean province of Palestine, which is Israel today, so it was founded in Israel under the Roman Empire, followers of Jesus Christ became known as Christians, like Jesus Christ, Christians. The key writings is the Bible, originally written in Hebrew and Aramaic, which was the Old Testament, and then the New Testament was written in Greek, because around the time where... Jesus was, Greek was the official language Who is God? Who does, what does Christianity say who God is? The one God is triune That is one God in three persons Not three gods But one God in three persons This is one of the most fundamental teachings in the Bible But a lot of the Christian cults get it wrong because one it's something that's difficult to understand in fact you really can't understand it and that's god and then two attempts to try to understand it further confuse people and so they, it leads them into error yes but like in
1: the past, my was talking about like stuff like this is dogma which is like doctrine and it's like the fundamentals. Yeah. If you change it, that's like heresy or something yes. like that. So then wouldn't their religion just be heresy? Exactly.
0: That's what led them into all this error. So when we talk about Jehovah's Witness or the Mormons, you see why all those wrong teachings. That once you get the teaching wrong, everything that follows in practice is wrong. Jesus said something. Jesus said, if you will do his will that is, if you will do God's will, you must know His doctrine, you must know His teaching, you must know His dogma. Right? That's why I tell you guys to read the Bible. Like, if you don't read the Bible, the devil will just deceive you. With just one, will just shake his hand like that and deceive you. You'll be amazed. You have to know the Bible. When the devil came to tempt Jesus, what did Jesus do? Was Jesus standing praying in tongues? No, <laughs> Jesus was not saying, I bind you, devil. If he wasn't doing that, you demon get away. Oh, uh, the devil is not scared about all that that you say. He doesn't care about what you will say. He's scared about what God has said. It's God's words that carry power, not my words. Right? So G- even Jesus, when the devil was sent in, he said, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And the devil couldn't do anything further. It is written, thou shalt worship the Lord your God and only him shall you serve. When the devil said, bow down and worship me, you know, Jesus could have said, hey, devil, I rebuke you. No. He said, it is written, you shall only worship the Lord your God. And the devil couldn't go any further. There's power in in the word. So, the teaching is that there's one God who is in three personalities. Right? uh, God the Father, God the Son, god the holy spirit god the father is not god the son god the son is not god the holy spirit and still they are not three gods it's one god See, it's difficult to understand right it's difficult to understand why is it difficult to understand because he's god you can't understand god i mean how can you understand god think of a little ant in some ant hill trying to understand all the physiological processes that happen in a human being. Do you think an ant can understand? All the, 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 if you study the nervous system. Have you guys done the nervous system? Yeah. Maybe you did a very basic one. But if you go higher and you do the nervous system, oh my, you'll be shocked how complicated the human body is. With all the electrical communications that happen how you are seeing me. You're seeing me right now. But the processes that have happened for you to see me, it will shock you. And the little ant in the anthill wants to understand that. I mean, do you think it will understand that? No. No. It won't understand it. Right? So all it can do is to just worship and say, oh, human beings, you are great. You are awesome. And that's what God is. You look at things like, God, (laughs) You are too big for me to understand you. I worship you for who you are. Amen? So, we also believe that God is a spirit. He is a spirit. He doesn't have a physical body. He is is without a physical body. He is a spiritual being. Remember, Jesus said in John 4, 24, He said, God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay? So we believe God is a spirit without a physical body. He's not like a human being. Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man. Right? He came on earth in a physical body, lived 33 years, died for us. He had to have a physical body because that was what he was offering as a sacrifice for you and I to be saved. Right? So, Jesus is fully man and is fully God. How do you understand that? See, it's difficult to understand. That's, that's God. But he's not like he was part, part God and part man. No, he was fully man. That's why the Bible says he, Jesus, every suffering that you can think of, he went through it. At a point, Jesus was tired. Did you know Jesus also had to pull? Right? Jesus also had to pull. Right? <laughs> No, you didn't think that. Uh, he, why? Some of you are looking at me like you don't poo. You just don't think about. Like, you don't think about, about, don't about think that. About, like, <laughs> 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 anyway, that's me. That's just how I talk. Okay. But Jesus was fully man. At one point, he walked for a long time and he was tired. The Bible says he was tired. And he was hanging on the cross, he said, "I am thirsty." I mean, he was fully man. If he's fully God, he's fully God too, but he was fully man. Because he he could have had spring of water in his mouth. He doesn't need to be thirsty. But he was thirsty. He was tired. I mean, would you think God would be tired? But Jesus was tired. But he was also fully God. He was fully God. It's hard to understand, but that is the truth. It's not everything that is true that you understand. Did you know that? And it's not that you cannot necessarily understand it, but it's spiritually, the Bible says, it is spiritually discerned. In other words, there's an understanding that you can have, but not through your physical senses. It's through your spiritual understanding that the Holy Spirit will give you that understanding. Now, we also believe that God created the universe out of nothing out of nothing he spoke and everything came into being and we also believe he's eternal as in there was never a time that God didn't exist he has always existed he will always exist there's never a time that God was in there he doesn't have a beginning and he has no end he is God and he doesn't need us to be God he doesn't need me to be God he doesn't need you to be God he is sufficient in himself to be God. Amen. Yes. So,
1: what was God doing before
0: he created the yeah. universe? Awesome. Awesome question. What was God doing before he created the universe? We'll ask him when we meet him in heaven. But, one of the, one of the things why the Godhead is triune is that God is never alone. It's not like God is in need of our love. Within God himself, he has love. Between the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, they have fellowship. They are, God is complete in himself. It's not like God created us because um, he just um, needs us to love him or needs us to worship him. No. He's complete in himself. That's, that's why we, we call him perfect. He's not lacking anything. Okay? At some point, we maybe we'll talk about God himself. It's a long discussion, but here we're just going over it. And then, the last thing I want to mention is that he is personal and involved with people. Now, this aspect is one of the things that you will see um, is different in almost all the other groups that we'll look at. The thing that the Bible teaches is that God is personal, as in... He likes to have a personal relationship with us right and it's difficult for the other groups to believe that because there's like i mean no god should be like somebody out there in outer space whom you cannot relate to you can not he's concerned about the galaxies and the stars he's not really into a, into your um what food will you eat in this afternoon like they don't they think god doesn't really care about those little little stuff but we believe Because the Bible teaches that God is very much involved in every little detail of your life. He cares. He cares about you. And he wants to have a personal relationship with you. And be involved. So much so that when we fell into sin, he actually came to die for us. That's how much he cares. To be involved with our lives. I mean, God could have said, like I told you, he's complete in himself. He doesn't really need us. He could have said well i created you guys i told you not to disobey you disobeyed and you are fallen to sin well all of you go and die i don't really care i'm okay with myself right he was okay with himself but he said no because he really wants to be involved with us so he said what will it take for me to get them back it has to be a perfect blood because he has said the wages of sin is death and because we have sinned we had to die but he didn't want us to die And the only blood that can die in our place and take our place has to be a perfect blood. And there was nobody perfect because we are all sinned. So it had to be himself. And he said, okay, if that's what it will take, I'll do it for them. Right? I'll do it for them. that's how much personal he is. Amen? So that's what we believe. What are other things? Who is Jesus? What do we believe about Jesus? We believe Jesus is God. He's not um, like uh, a man, just a human being that um, God just um, empowered to do whatever. He is God. He's the second person of the Trinity. And as, as God the Son, he has always existed and was never created. Okay? Jesus wasn't created when Mary gave birth to him. Did you know that? Jesus has always existed. Like I told you, God. there was never a time that God didn't exist. So there was never a time that Jesus Christ didn't exist. Jesus has always existed because Jesus Christ is God. Confused. You're confused? Yes. Michaela. If
1: Jesus was always God, then why did God say that he had to send someone if he already knew that he had someone to send? If that makes sense.
0: Um
1: like, if Jesus was always there, right. and like, because God knows everything, he already knew we were going to sin, did he create that from himself because he already knew we were going to, why didn't he just send them from before?
0: Ah. I don't know how to answer that question. The way, maybe the, the, the other way to look at it, that might help, is that God has always existed. When I say God, I mean God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Bible says even Jesus Christ was crucified from the foundations of the world. So God creating Adam knew what Adam would do. Knew that we will, he would need to redeem us. Right? He was creating Adam. I mean, you think about it. If, he, if God is not personal, doesn't want to be involved in our lives, and he's about to create Adam, and he knows this, he, he, he wanted people who, were, who had their free will. He didn't want to create robots. He wanted people who had their free will so that out of their will they can choose To worship him or not to worship him So he created Adam like that So Adam could have that fuel It's the same with uh, that's how the angels are too The angels are not robots, I hope you know that The angels have the capacity to disobey God That's how come the devil is the devil Are you following? Okay And so He created man And know that that's what Adam would do And Already even before creating man, he made a provision that I'll send my son so that he will die in their place. So what happened when Jesus was born was that he had to, the legal way for God to be involved with human beings is through a human body. That's the legal way for spirits to operate on earth. So even the devil, he can't just do things by himself because he's a spirit if he needs to do something he needs a physical body so he will use somebody somebody who avails themselves open up the devil will do something through you to destroy things in our world okay what's wrong yes um judah Is there any reason why Jesus was sent in that time period? Very good question. Like, why didn't he just come right after Adam fell, right? Why did he have to wait? That, those are part of mysteries that we will understand when we get to heaven. But the Bible does talk about it. It says Jesus Christ in the fullness of time was revealed, or as in was incarnated or born. In the fullness of time So God, what we learn is that God does everything according to His time On His schedule Why? We don't understand His schedule Why were you born at the time you were born? Why weren't you born 500 years ago? Right? That's God's schedule God's schedule is for Brianna to appear What? 16 years ago? 17? How old are you? 16? So, God's schedule was that she will appear 16 years ago, and she appeared. Novelet appeared when 13 years ago, and she appeared. And I appeared when? 35. 75 years ago. 38, uh, 36. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I'm around the right. You
0: are around there.
1: 37. You just add 10 years to it. 47?
0: I'm kidding. I'm not telling you guys. Let's move on. It's for me to know and for you to find out. And for you to find out. What? I don't know, Uncle age. 47.
1: Let's
0: move on. So, where were we? Where where was I? Where was I? Okay, Belinda, I have you have a question.
1: Um, so you see how you said like God was there like you know for a long time before He created the universe and everything. So then, what was the? Okay, not like what was the. But like, why did He create the universe if He knew that sin was gonna come into the world and then why He was gonna have, have to send people to hell? Yeah. Everything.
0: Why would He just be Himself and forget about us? It
1: perfect, didn't
0: it? Right? Because God. Is personal he just wanted some people that he can just love but
1: he had Jesus and the Holy Spirit. yes yes so you're not
0: happy to be around <laughs> i am happy to be around why because i'm happy to also know god being around and enjoy god right let's move on let's move on so we're not distracted As God the Son, Jesus has always existed and was never created. He is fully God and fully man. The two natures joined, not mixed. As the second person of the Trinity, he is co-equal with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. You know, some like to think of Jesus as being um, less of God than God the Father. Right? But no. The Bible teaches Jesus is equal in his nature as God with God the Father. And both of them are equal in their nature with the Holy Spirit as God the Holy Spirit is. They are all equal in nature. It's not like whatever. Do you get it? They are both equal. So he's co-equal with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. In becoming man, he was begotten through the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. No, is, these, are, these are part of the supernatural components of our Christian faith. Right? These are some of the things that make other people difficult to believe and accept our Christian faith. It's like, what do you mean Jesus was born of a virgin? Right? But there is all that proof that that was what happened. Supernaturally conceived by the Holy Spirit. Born of the Virgin Mary. Jesus it's the only way. Is this hot in here? No. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Jesus is the only way to the Father. Salvation and eternal life. The only way. That's what the Bible teaches. There is no other name amongst which we must be saved except the name of Jesus. And then, it also teaches that he died on a cross according to God's plan as the full sacrifice and payment for our sins. He rose from the dead on the third day, spiritually and physically immortal. You know, it's easy in our little minds trying to understand the resurrection. We think of the resurrection as Jesus' spirit just arising. Right? But that's not really resurrection if it was just a spirit <coughs> arising. Resurrection means his physical body that was dead was raised up so, uh, so that's why his body wasn't found His body wasn't found What was the question? Mm-hmm. So he has his physical body with him In heaven, it's in heaven. You see Jesus right now he, Yes Heaven is a spiritual place But yes How does that work? The question is How do we even go to heaven? Ourselves. If you read First Corinthians, guys, are you listening? You interested in me answering the question? If you read First Corinthians 15, it talks about resurrection, and in there, it tells how there are different kinds of bodies, and it talks that there is a spiritual body and there is a physical body, and then it talks about how our body right now, which is full of sin, is corrupted and it cannot inhabit heaven. It cannot inherit God's heaven, this body, because it's corrupted. But you still need a body for heaven. And so what God does is that when we die, at the last trumpet, when the resurrection is happening, the Bible says, and it happens there and then also happens at the rapture. He says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we will be changed. So, all of a sudden, your physical body will go through a transformation to become heaven inhabitable. Do you get it? What, we're
1: not going to look like this.
0: We're going to look exactly like you are. Please. Going to look exactly like you are looking. Any imperfection taken out. So, for instance, if I, a soldier has gone to war, A soldier has gone to war and they've been amputated. They're not going to be in heaven with no hand. No, they're going to be perfect with a hand. Okay, somebody went through some fire and got some burns on their face. In heaven, they're not going to have those burns on their face. They're going to be perfect, right? But I don't think you will be in heaven with um, Brazilian hair. I don't think that... um I don't think the Brazilian hair part so will if be you have there.: hair, then
1: it will go back to natural.
0: Uh, I don't know those details. <laughs> <laughs> but we believe that he rose from the dead on the third day, spiritually and physically immortal. For the next 40 days, he was seen by more than 500 witnesses, eyewitnesses. His wounds were touched, and he ate meals. They confirmed. More than 500 people confirmed that Jesus Christ, whom we know before he died, is the same one we have seen after he's resurrected. They could see the nail through his hands, right? They could see the wound in his side. They sat and ate with him. You know, Jesus actually ate after he was resurrected. Okay? I didn't say he wasn't going to eat again. No, he never said that. He said, this wine, I won't eat this wine and this bread. Talking about the communion until the wedding of the lamb. But they were, eat, they were eating fish, eating regular food. It's not every food that you eat that is communion, is it? No. Right? When you eat um, bangkun and okra soup, is that communion? It's not communion. All right. So, he physically ascended to heaven physically ascended to heaven, Jesus will come again visibly and physically at the end of the world to establish God's kingdom and judge the world. Okay? He will come physically. He ascended physically. He will come back physically to judge the world and establish God's kingdom. That's what we believe. Any question before we move on? Yes, Anel. Yes, more than 500 people, actually.
1: Eyewitnesses. How long has been Jesus? How long was Jesus on earth after How long was what? How long was Jesus on earth after he resurrected?
0: 40 days. How long was Jesus on earth after he resurrected? 40 days. And during that 40-day period, he appeared. Come on, come on. Don't do that, okay? Don't be talking when I'm talking here. So, 40 days after he resurrected, he appeared to more than 500 people. Right. In 40 days. And so, who is the Holy Spirit? We believe the Holy Spirit is God, the third person of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is a person not a force or energy. Very important. Are you surprised? Yes. The Holy Spirit is not some immaterial, impersonal force or energy that is there. It's like um, he, he's just some energy, no feelings, no whatever. He's just some force, some power. It's like electricity that comes from people and they just shake and fall down. No, no, no. That's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person. And what do we mean when we say the Holy Spirit is a person? What do I mean when I say that um, Robert is a person? Right? Robert is a person. He has likes and dislikes. What food do you like best? What's your favorite food?
1: You have one.
0: I was going to buy it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He has likes and dislikes. I'm sure... He won't like it if I were to slap him right now. Will you like it? He won't like it. Right? He will feel hurt. Do you get it? He'll feel hurt if if I try to slap him. But if I try to slap this chair, did you hear the chair crying? Is, that, is the chair saying Ajay?
1: You
0: see, the chair is not saying Ajay. Because the chair is impersonal. It's not it's not a person. Do you understand? Hello? But a person has feelings. A person has things they like. Things that you do makes them happy. Things that you do makes them sad. So, Bible actually talks about us not grieving the Holy Spirit. There are some things you do, the Holy Spirit grieves. He's saddened that you are doing that. Right? There are things you do makes him happy. Because he's a person. That's why we refer to him as him. He, not it. Okay, it's not like it. He's he. He's a person. Yes, Myra.
1: So, for, um, for the series we're doing now, are we focusing on one era of Christianity per week? Because.
0: The time is gone. Yes. No, don't worry. The other ones will restore it. This is going to be the foundation for us to weigh all the others that's why i'm spending my time to explain it to you once from here we get to the others we will be like five minutes five minutes five minutes we will be done yeah okay we'll finish at 12 trust me yes um belinda so you see how like you said god is a spirit and there's
1: a holy spirit what's the purpose of the holy spirit of god
0: yes god is a spirit god the father is a spirit The Holy Spirit is Spirit, of course, but God the Father is not the Holy Spirit. And Jesus Christ is not the Holy Spirit. Okay? Couldn't God do the same thing with the Holy Spirit? Yes, but that's not what it is. God could do anything, God could be anything, but what's revealed to us is that God the Father is there, God the Holy Spirit is there. Yes. Why is God a he? Actually, when you read the Bible, God is actually genderless. God, God um, is described in the Bible as being a mother. He's called El Shaddai. Do you know what El Shaddai means? No. You know God's name is El Shaddai. Yeah. El Shaddai actually means the many-breasted God. What? <laughs> <laughs> Try and listen to what I'm telling you, okay? I'm telling you what's in the Bible. It's many breasted, why? Because he feeds his children. He feeds his children. Exactly. So, remember, remember, hello, when God was making us, what did he say he was making us? He was making us in whose image? In his own image. So, is it only guys that look like God?
1: Again. Women
0: also look like God.
1: Jesus, man. Why can't he be
0: Aha! It's a good question. I don't want to start to answer that question now. All right, let's move on. So we believe the Holy Spirit is not is a person, not a force, guys, or energy. He comforts. He comforts. He also grieves. He reproves. He convicts. He guides. He teaches, and he fills Christians. He is not the Father, nor is he the Son, Jesus Christ. Okay? Um, How to be saved? We believe salvation is by God's grace, not by individual good works. One of the fundamental things that separates the other groups from us is that we are saved... Yes, I know. We'll finish on time. (laughs) We are saved by grace, not by hard work. It's not like... um, You want to go to heaven, okay, Um, stop doing this, do this, do that, do that, and then you go to heaven. No, you are lying. You will never be able to please God by what you do or not do. What pleases God is your faith in what he has already done for us. And when you have that faith, are you listening? When you have that faith, come on, I don't want the talking. When you have that faith, you will want to please Him. Not because you want to go to heaven, but because you want to make Him happy, because you love Him. Do you get it? So, I live right, not so that I can be a Christian and go to heaven, but I live right because I am already a child of God, and I want to please Him. And how did I become a child of God? Not because I was living right, but because I believed in Jesus. And after I believed in Jesus, now I just want to please Him and make Him happy. You get it? Okay, let's move on. So it's by grace. Salvation must be received by faith. People must believe in their hearts that Jesus died for their sins and physically rose again, which is the assurance of forgiveness and resurrection of the body. This is God's loving plan to forgive sinful people. Now, other things that we believe are... What happens after death? We know what happens after death. Heaven. Okay, we believe that. Believers go to be with Jesus. After death, all people await the final judgment. There's a final judgment. Both saved and lost people will be resurrected. Those who are saved will live with Jesus in heaven. And those who are lost will suffer the torment of eternal separation from God, which is hell. And, and yesterday, Anel was saying she didn't like to talk about that, but she has to because that is the truth. That if you reject Jesus, you will end up eternally separated from God, which is hell. Okay? Now, believers too will be resurrected and will receive new immortal bodies. Other facts, we believe in group worship in churches. That's why we meet in church. We don't have any secret rites. It's not like we do some things in secret so that you become um, some very special saint. There's nothing like that in the Bible. Baptism and the Lord's communion, we believe it's part of Jesus' commandment to us that if you believe in me, be baptized, which is why baptism is an act of obedience. If you believe in Jesus and you haven't been baptized, you should be baptized. Otherwise, you'll be walking in disobedience. Okay? So be baptized in water. That's what I'm talking about. And partake of the Lord's communion. It was a commandment from Jesus. We also believe in being kind, which is why we do the back-to-school stuff, acts of kindness. Jesus said, Your Father pours down His rain on the good and the bad. You two go and let your light shine before men. So we don't discriminate. Like when we had it, Hindus came, uh, Muslims came, People who don't go to church came. We give them free backpacks. You know, because that is the God thing. There's all people created in God's image. Jehovah's Witness. Now, the foundation is what I've laid. Okay, so everything I'm going to talk about now, the reference is what we've just talked about. Okay, the quickest way. How many of you know how people who work at the bank get to know what fake money is?
1: Fake money, the of there's a code on
0: each of them. Each of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then?
1: Actually, by the size of like, the money, the <coughs> printing in there is brought up. So usually when you look up and actually feel the money, you can feel whether
0: it's real. You can feel whether it's real. So they, they have certain things they look out for that they know these things are in the genuine. Right? In the real. Because how many, fake, how many different types of fake money do you think is out there? Or can be out there? Buy. Countless. Right? Every time they can make new ones. So do you think that one working at the bank can sit and say, we're going to study all this fake money so that we know when this fake one comes, I can tell? No. We just study no. The they just study the real one. They spend all their time studying the real one. This is how the real one looks. This is how it feels. These are the numbers. These are the corners. They study the real one in, inside out. So the moment they touch a fake one... Pff, this is fake. This is not like the real one that I've studied. That's how come I've spent like, what, 15 minutes talking about the real one. So when the moment you see, you, you begin to see the holes in these ones. Jehovah's Witness was founded by Charles Taze in 1852. So fairly recent, okay? 1852. And later, Rutherford also added his voice to It began in the U.S., And it's headquartered in New York. What do they believe? Their key writings are Watchtower publications. You see anything with Watchtower on it, it's Jehovah's Witness stuff. right? And they have their own Bible. It's called the New World Translation. Have you seen that Bible before? It looks exactly like our Bible, but they have changed certain things in there. For instance... John chapter 1 verse 1 in their Bible, the new translation, it says, In the beginning was a word. And the word was with God. And the word was a God. And the God, there is a small g. See, it looks harmless. But that little change is a fundamental change of the Christian doctrine that we've just talked about. Okay? In the beginning was a word and the word was with God and the word was a God and it's a small letter G was a God it didn't say the word was God because they don't believe that Jesus Christ is God equal with God the Father that's why they've changed it but the true scripture in John chapter 1 verse 1 is in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God not a God. And the God there is a capital G because Jesus Christ is equal in his essence as God with God the Father. So that's their book. Whose hand was up? Michaela? How
1: do we know that's the real translation because it's been translated so many times?
0: Yes. We talked about this in in lo- looking at the copies. The many copies, why we have our Bible today is they were copied several times so bible scholars trace the copies you have 10,000 copies and all of them talk of john 1 1 all claim to have been copied from this book so i have one book here that i wrote and you are copying my book and one thousand copies of it have this verse written this way and this one has it written differently which one is the false one And this 1,000, is not like one person that copied 1,000. Multiple people, different areas, different sections, but somehow the copy comparison is the same. It tells you that somebody has altered the scripture. Bear in mind also that they just came around 1852. That's almost 2,000 years after Jesus had come. The Bible was in existence already all the copies, everything was already there. Millions of copies of the true Bible was existing already, and these people just come on the scene with their own book, with something altered. You know they changed it. Okay? Can I move on? Do yeah. you think I'll finish? No. no? I don't think I'll finish. <clears throat> but um, we'll continue next week. Okay. I don't want to rush through it because I think it's important. Um, who is God? They believe there is a one-person God. They don't believe in the Trinity. And that one-person God is called Jehovah. And they believe Jesus is the first thing that Jehovah created. So they, that's why they don't believe Jesus is God. They believe Jesus was created by Jehovah. That means that means what, what that means is Jesus has a beginning. That will not make him God. Because God has no beginning. That's how come they don't believe Jesus is God. Jesus is uncreated like God, uncreated. Um, they believe God's name is Jehovah. That's why they are called Jehovah's Witness. They only refer to God as Jehovah, which is, is, is unfortunate because even the name of God being Jehovah, um, no Jew would mention God's name. Is it Yahweh? Yes, the, the real name is Yahweh, but even the Yahweh... It's the actual Hebrew Bible. The spelling of it is Y H W H. It has no vowels in it because the Jew, to the Jew, God's name is so holy that you don't even want to mention it on these unholy lips. Right? So they don't, the Jew never mentioned God's name when they are, even if you read a book written by a Jew, when it gets to God's name, he will write Y dash dash. H. They would never write his, his name in full because his name is holy. Right? And so what happened was when we're trying to write the Bible and mention God's name in the English, they, there's another name for Lord in Hebrew, which is Adonai. Adonai means Lord or Master. And so they picked the vowels that were in Adonai and inserted it into the Yahweh Yahweh the Y H W H so Yahweh the ado the a in Adonai was Y A H so they put the a there right and then Adonai the o they put it after the h so Yahova right and so it was a Yahova that became Jehovah in that name, Jehovah. And they think, no, this is God's true name, Jehovah. So we are called Jehovah's Witness. Who is Jesus? They believe Jesus is not God. He, before he lived on earth, he was Michael. Michael. <laughs> yeah. They believe Jesus was Michael the archangel and that Jehovah made the universe through him. On earth, He was a man who lived a perfect life after dying on a stake, not a cross. They believe Jesus didn't die on a cross. He died on a stake, which is a wooden pole, but not on a cross. He was resurrected as a spirit. So you see, they don't believe in the bodily resurrection of Jesus. His body was destroyed. Jesus is not coming again. They believe Jesus is not coming again He returned invisibly in 1914 in spirit. (laughs) Right? Very soon, he and the angels will destroy all non-Jehovah's Witnesses. Means we are all going to be destroyed very soon. Bye. God, (laughs) That's what they believe. Yeah. It's amazing. You see, once you know the truth and you hear some of these things, like, no, no, no. This is weird. No, this shouldn't be. Right? Any question? Yes, Anel. Let's see what they believe about the Holy Spirit. Let's see what they believe about the Holy Spirit. They believe, Lo, bless you. You You see, Joel's witness is making her sneeze like that. They believe the Holy Spirit is not God and he's impersonal. He is rather an invisible, active force. So they believe that he's just like some force or some energy, he, but he's not God. He's just um, some kind of tool that God uses, right? So it's, he's just some kind of tool. He's not God. That's what they believe. How to be saved? They believe the only way to be saved is to be baptized as a Jehovah's Witness. And most followers must earn everlasting life on earth, by door to door work. Oh, yeah. So that's why they actively engage going door to door trying to talk to people because they are working for their eternal life. They want to be to be in heaven. But if you are a divine witness and you don't go door to door, it's like you are not going to be saved. Sorry, I'm reading um how to be how to be saved. How to be saved.
1: So yes, I met the show what was Witness. Uh huh. They were like attacking me.
0: They were attacking you. But
1: like she's like, she's like, because uh, I was trying to ask her questions, right? We're just talking to her, and she's like, Oh, you believe the earth is going to be destroyed and stuff like that. And she's like, But we're going to live here and stuff like that. And then yes. she was like, saying, And then after I kept on asking her questions, she's like, No, stay in my life yeah. and stuff like that. She's telling me, Like, I have to follow her way. Yes, like
0: they are always like that because that's what they are taught. Yeah. They are told that they shouldn't believe anything from the Bible that we use. And when they go, they have to stick to their script. So one of the quickest ways to get a Jehovah's Witness to leave your home is when you know about what their teachings are and you begin to ask them questions about it. Why is this? Why is this? Do you realize they, they will feel uncomfortable because you are taking them out of their scripts. They just have a nice script to sort of convince you to come on, because they don't tell you all of this stuff, right? But if you know and you begin to ask them, why is this, why is that? they'll be uncomfortable and they will leave because they don't want to lose their own members. So usually it will be one older person, somebody who's been amongst them for a long and then a younger person. And when those questions, when you begin to throw those questions at them, Usually the older one will say, okay, let's go. Because they don't want the younger one to be persuaded and begin to question what they believe. They will just walk away. Always. Always like that. You never see somebody who has just become a Jewish witness, two of them coming to you. They will never do that. They will put one who has been in it for a long time and then one who is learning. And always do that. What happens after death? they believe that it's one, only 144,000 people who will live as spirits in heaven. And those people have already been chosen.
1: Been. From,
0: um, from the time that U.S. witness started to 1935. So they started around 18-something, right? So 1935, the 144,000 was reached. So those people are already going to be in heaven. The rest of them, they are going to be on earth. That's why they don't believe in heaven. They believe that the heaven is only for 144,000. You know where they're getting that number from? You remember when we talked about the apocalypse? In the book of Revelation, there were 144,000 that were from Israel. They were Jews. In the Bible, God preserved 144,000 Jews who the Antichrist could not kill or harm, and those Jews were to go to the ends of the earth to talk about Jesus to people. And to tell them that judgment is coming. Don't take the mark of the beast. Right? And they take that 144,000 and say, No, these are the 144,000 who are supposed to go to heaven. The rest of us, we are on earth. So it's wrong interpretation of the truth that leads into that kind of error. That's why Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. There's power in truth. That's why the devil's biggest weapon is lies. I mean look at the news media fake news <laughs> anyway the point is you by all means want to know the truth yes Michaela
1: it says the great crowd live on earth and mostly God but if you're dead how do you live on earth like I don't
0: get that it, that is during the time that they lived so they, they, they have live to live when die, die, and when they die they believe See, what happens after death, the rest of the righteous, the great crowd, live on earth and must obey God perfectly for 1,000 years or be annihilated. They believe in, you know, the 1,000 years is coming from the millennial reign, that that teaching. But they believe that all of them will be those Jehovah's Witnesses who lived properly before they died, will be resurrected to live again in that 1,000 years. All of us who never believed who are living will have an opportunity during that time to believe in their whatever. But if not, after the one thousand years, we're all going to be annihilated. And when they meet what they mean by annihilated, they don't believe in hell, as in a place of punishment where you never die, but you're always in torment, which is what the Bible teaches. Right? Because the soul never dies the soul of a human being never dies. So even when it's eternally separated from God, it is still alive, only it's going through um, torment. But they believe, no, you'll just be annihilated, which means you'll you be burnt and just vanish, and that's it. you you cease to exist. Very weird. Um, let's, end with, let's end with this. Other facts? other facts, beliefs, or practices, also known as International Bible Students Association. They meet in... So that's another name for Jehovah's Witness. International Bible Students Association. They meet in kingdom halls instead of churches. If you've seen any Jehovah's Witness building, it's called Kingdom Hall. They don't call it Jehovah's Witness. Active members are encouraged to distribute literature door-to-door once a year, they have an evening meal called the communion. Only anointed ones may partake. Who those anointed ones are, I don't really know. Do not observe, they don't observe holidays or birthdays. Yeah. They don't observe holidays or birthdays. Christmas. They are forbidden to vote. So, Jewish witness don't vote. Did you know that? <laughs> they don't vote they don't salute the flag and they don't work in the military, they don't accept blood transfusions. Even if
1: they're dying?
0: Yes. They don't accept blood transfusions. Yes, Imano. Aha, uh-huh. it's a good, good, very, very good point. <laughs> right. Very, very good point. See, you see, these are some of the, these are the questions. See, you're, you're a young man, you're thinking. And these are the questions that, when they come and you throw it at a young person amongst them, they start to think about, um, yeah, I think what the guy said, really, I need to start thinking. Exactly. Because there can only be one truth. I mean, you can't have two truths about the same thing. I mean, this is either black or white. It's, it can't be both, right? Right, unless it's whatever, but it, there can only be one truth. There can only be one truth. Marvel. Amen. <laughs> 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 Amen. So next week, uh, we'll continue. Next week, I'll, I'll race through quicker. And... Um, We'll have more time next week, God willing. We'll look at Mormonism. Yeah, I know. We uh, we have to end it. Sorry. The ban. Oh, really? Send me the link then. Later. We can watch it next week. But I want you to watch. I want you to. Um, let's pray. Actually, we'll do offering Let's pray and then after we'll do offering Let's pray because we've finished the word We want the Holy Spirit to help us So we can reach out Let's be on our feet Be on our feet Okay Yes, come here was last week. Let's pray. Talk to God. Jesus said, When the Holy Spirit is come, he will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit, another name for the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. He He's the one that once you encounter something that's not true, He will He will just prompt you in your heart, This thing is, is not true. So pray the Lord. Help me to be able to know the voice of the Holy Spirit so that I can tell what is true from what is not true and so that I will not be deceived. Just pray this prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are the spirit of truth. Lead us in the way of truth. Deliver us from every way of error. And give us the courage and boldness to defend what we believe and to be able to share it with others boldly, courageously. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.